Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. And super exciting because we mm-hmm. have our bootleg rascal interview up next um, where I chatted with Jimmy Young about their new album called Sloppy Seconds. Thoughts on the name? I quite like it. I feel like it's something that I would... Like, I just love kind of funny, weird... Funny, weird names. Weird, weird album things, yeah. yeah. I like that name. Beautiful. We get into it more um, in this, so enjoy. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm really good. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm so good as well. So excited to have you on the show. Congratulations on the recent release of your new album, Sloppy Seconds. It's an yeah, awesome listen. You. Um, but one which is not entirely unfamiliar to your listeners. Yeah. Tell us a bit more about how this album came into fruition. Yeah, I guess it was a combination of a lot of things, really, because, you know, when we sort of hit that big sort of major lockdown phase, like everyone did, we were just sort of looking at ways that we could kind of stay active, really. And um, I guess we'd always had on our radar the idea of doing like a bit more of like a a stripped back kind of acoustic style album, maybe reimagining some old tracks. Um, and this sort of seemed like the perfect time to do it because, you know, it was something that we could kind of achieve ourselves just in our home studios and just chip away at it and, you know, experiment a bit and kind of learn a lot about, you know, like we've always been involved in the production of our music, but it kind of meant that we kind of had to jump in the deep end a bit more and try a few things and just sort of see what, we could achieve just totally ourselves rather than, you know, relying on really fancy equipment or, you know, other people's studios or things like that. We just had to do it ourselves. And um, I guess another influence for it was, that, you know, growing up, especially like one of the first bands that really got me into playing music, especially it was a band called Sublime and they had an album called Secondhand Smoke and it was kind of <laughs> a similar type of vibe where they sort of just did a whole lot of like, I guess almost demos and B-sides and reimagined songs and, and versions of songs, you know, that, you, that people had never heard before and just a whole kind of collection of, of sort of random little, you know, tidbits like that. And we kind of really liked the idea of that as well and sort of getting a bit more insight into that side of things from us as well. We thought it could just be cool to sort of show everybody and, yeah, just try a few few ideas and, um, yeah, see see what, what what worked out. And it was cool. You know, we got to do things like Carlos was sort of experimenting with because he can speak um, Spanish fluently because his, you know, his uh, heritage is Chilean. So it was wow. cool, you know, that we got him to actually do some Spanish vox on one of the tracks and just sort of see, you know, how that sort of worked. And, yeah, it was just, it was just a total, total experiment, really. And I, I think it sort of worked out pretty good and hopefully everyone who listens to it agrees. But... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a really cool concept. And I think it's one that we can all kind of resonate with in terms of like the COVID and just seeing this new type of music almost as the kind of at home, do it yourself music, which is really cool to see. And I think you get to hear the essence of the band almost stronger without those, you know, more layers in between you guys and then the finished product. So, really cool. That's what we were trying to achieve. That's cool. I'm glad you think so. Yeah. Um, How has this album challenged you? compared with previous albums you've worked on? Yeah, well, I guess, like I sort of touched on before, and other mm-hmm. times, we, you know, we would kind of work on demos and we would get the demos, you know, like as in a completed song, but maybe production-wise, we thought, oh, well, we'll re-record that, we'll redo this, you know, when we're in a studio under better conditions with someone else kind of, 
you know, pulling pulling the strings, so to speak, and making it sound good. Um, whereas this time it was like, well, we have to get this to the point that we can maybe send it off to someone to get mixed, but we have to do it all ourselves. So it was much more about like, all right, we might have to get a bit more gear. We might have to, you know, learn a bit more about how to do certain things and also just sort of, I guess, yeah, work out what we wanted more, you know, in terms of what we could actually achieve ourselves. So what was possible and, you know, sometimes it's cool because you do things that are probably not considered the the right way in terms of people who really know about that stuff but um at the end of the day sometimes that can lead to like well that sound we wouldn't have probably achieved unless we did that by accident but now that's really good and that's what we wanted it to be and it was kind of really cool to challenge ourselves to see yeah what we could achieve yeah basically just with the equipment we had lying around in our garages so yeah Yeah, that was really cool yeah um, can we talk about Albo for a second? That's the first track on your album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's 21 seconds in length. If I'm not mistaken, it's yep. got Waltzing Matilda as the kind of piano background yep. thing and yep. kind of has the line support Aussie music. What was the story behind this track and why was it such an important addition to the album? Well, it was sort of, it, it's kind of a long story really, but um, we sort of met Albo a long time ago before he was the leader of the um, the opposition party here in Australia at the moment. He was uh, uh, still in, in uh, parliament, obviously. We happened to meet him and he said, you know, we told him we were in a band called Bootleg Rascal and he was like, oh, no way, because I play some of your tracks when I DJ. So I didn't know that he did DJ <laughs> sets here and there as well. Yeah, wow. he's a pretty pro- he's a pretty progressive kind of dude like that. So we were just like, wow, I can't believe. First of all, he's a fan of any of ours, but that he's secondly a, a DJ and plays some of our songs in his DJ set. So that was kind of a bit of a surprise to us. And that was years ago. And um, I know that he's always been getting behind lots of community projects and trying to help you know like musicians especially out with a lot of things that he's done. And we just kind of reached out to him uh, and said, you know, was there any kind of like a little voice recording or something he might want to do along these lines you know to chuck in on the album or we could use somehow and you know some of our stuff that was coming up and yeah he sent that back to us without the waltzing matilda we added we added that (laughs) he he just gave us the voiceover but um yeah it was really cool that he was able to get behind it and then he's still a a fan of the band hopefully so um yeah (laughs) that's pretty much where that came from yeah Cool, 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 cool. What a story, yeah. Now, you have a couple tracks on this album, um, All About You and Overflow, which features St. Lane, who is an Auckland-born but now Gold Coast-based rapper. Um, How did this collaboration come about? Um, Yeah, that was sort of another interesting one too. I think we were were organising a tour maybe a year or two ago. And he ended up being one of the one of the acts that we got to support us on a couple of the shows. And um, I was stoked because I was already like pumped on his music. Uh, like I thought it was just like what the stuff that he was bringing out was just ridiculous. Like I couldn't really understand why he wasn't bigger. Like why he, you know, we should probably be supporting him if anything. I thought. Um, and yeah, we got to meet him at a show. He he, he opened the show for us, and um, we got along really well. And Carlos and I both live on the Gold Coast now, as does he. So we'd just kind of hang out, um, you know, occasionally we'd just be jamming on some songs together and we thought that it you know, it'd be good to get him like officially on, on a couple of tracks and we just jammed on those sort of those two and um, pretty pretty quickly like he had some really good ideas and we were in Carlos's little home studio and we just laid them down and I thought it was great what he did and we were all pretty happy with it and um, yeah, one thing led to another and now he's, he's on there forever. 
Officially. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, can we talk more about All About You? It absolutely slaps. Um, probably my favorite one on the album. Uh, what is the inspiration okay. behind the song? Well, I mean, it's like Carlos and I both listen to like a pretty wild ranging bunch of music um, and definitely like that kind of. 90s R&B sort of sound is you know one of the things that we kind of is, I guess is a bit of a guilty pleasure of ours probably more so his than mine but definitely it's in there and um, when he writes I guess like he'll bring ideas to the band and they typically sort of come from that I guess sort of you know way of thinking like that kind of 90s R&B sort of sound is a bit of a go-to thing for him especially and um, yeah he brought in this demo I thought it sounded really cool and I guess we kind of bootlegified it a little bit, if that's even a, a word. Yeah, um, it's a word. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. We kind of we kind of just worked on it until it was feeling good and felt like maybe it was more in line with the the sound of of the band, something that could work for us. And um, yeah, we that was another song that we were just jamming on during during COVID and kind of worked our way through it. And we, um, I guess, the final piece of the puzzle really was yeah, getting Saint Lane on next. We had a we had a third verse that we weren't really that keen on. And we were trying a few different ideas and then we got him in and we were like, sweet, that was the piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. that was missing. And then once we had that, it kind of, the rest of it sort of just flowed together pretty pretty quickly and all, all just worked out really nicely. So, yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much where that one came from. But, yeah, I, I think it's it's kind of like, I guess, a, you know, it's not like the main sound of the band. It's one of the outlying sort of sounds in a way, but it still ties in, I think. And, um, yeah, I think it worked out really good. Nah, definitely feels cohesive still, but is a little, okay. yeah, a little different for sure. But nah, yeah, love it, yeah. love it, love it, love it. Um, cool. You're touring across New Zealand in late February, um, going to Christchurch, yeah, yeah. Wellington and Auckland. Um, yeah. What are you most looking forward to? I mean, it's just been so long since we've been able to travel overseas or even, you know, even internally in Australia, it's still been yeah. tricky with all, all the stuff, so being able to, you know, come overseas and, and see you guys again will be great. I mean, we've always loved going over there and, uh, you know, it sort of feels like just a cool extension of, of sort of how a lot of our shows feel here as well, you know, like it it definitely feels different and we love coming over there, but it also feels quite sort of homely for us as well, which is cool and you guys are always super welcoming. So, yeah, I guess all those things combined, it's just going to be super cool to yeah, get across the water and, and uh, play a few shows again, like the good old days. Yeah, travel. My yeah. goodness, miss yeah. it. Yeah, crazy, <laughs> crazy times, yeah. What is next for Bootleg Rascal? What is next? What is in the works? Yeah, I mean, we've got, we're talking about plenty of different things. I mean, touring at the moment, that's always a big priority for us, but that's still you know, it feels like we're kind of awakening from the ice age on that one a little bit. It's hard to know, you know, how quickly and how far we'll be able to go with the touring thing for a little while, but we're definitely going to try and do as much of that as we can. And um, I think late this year or early next year, we're going to start working on another full-length album that will be all completely original stuff, all brand-new songs. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, uh, yeah, again, on the touring front, like we're hoping that we'll be able to get over to Europe and maybe even the States, and probably not next year for us, but maybe the year after. So that's sort of a little bit on the horizon as well, depending on what happens. And, um, yeah, so I guess it's just a matter of, of all that. We started writing songs for this new record already. We're kind of always, you know, writing songs and having ideas because it's just sort of, I don't know, it's hard not to because you're always thinking about that sort of stuff. So we're always ticking over on ideas and that sort of thing. And, um, 
Yeah, who knows? We're even talking about doing a little bit of a like a comedy sort of sketch show. So (laughs) you never know. Yeah, we're thinking about doing a few different weird things. So we'll keep you posted on that. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot of things we're talking about. We'll see. Yeah, what comes to fruition with all that? I suppose that's so full on. That sounds so exciting as well, though. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks a lot. I mean, I guess with all this stuff, a lot of the things we learnt was you just got to try to stay busy and stay happy and engaged in things that you want to do no matter you know what the sort of the world throws at you at the time so yeah we're just trying to approach it like that and we won't sort of be disappointed you know depending on what happens but we'll just try and do as much as we can and keep pushing forward like all of us i guess thanks so much for um chatting with me and i wish you all the best for your touring and whatever comes next for you guys yeah thanks so much for having me it was really fun and um yeah i wish you guys all the best too and hopefully we'll get to um see you face to face when we get over there for these shows in feb thanks for listening to a radio 191 fm podcast there are heaps more at r1.co.nz